It's Pat and JT, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. 402-403-9478. Oh my goodness. Oh, you forgot your coffee again? Yeah. <clears throat> <If you're... laughs> yeah, the hazards the hazards of having a home studio is that you can just there you go. Here I am. <laughs> That's hilarious. How do you get my water? It was farther away than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. And I heard the music. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go. Uh, so I feel I feel terrible. I feel like it's my fault that we had this snow um, Sunday night into Monday because um, I complained about it, uh, about, you know, not being able to use my snowblower. And then I get up this morning and I have them in a dilemma because mm-hmm. I got up super early. I got up. I'm always up early. And I'm like, well, I'm going to get up and get rolling and get the snow cleared. But it was 520. And I'm like, is that too early to fire up a snowblower if you're doing it yes. before work? Like yes. I, that's, and I didn't, I didn't do it. I, I, I scooped <laughs> and I'm sore, but I'm thinking like, if that's somebody's only option, like if they, ha- you, but you have to clear the sidewalks, you have to clear, but you leave for work at that hour. I mean, mm-hmm. I could have stayed you, around. You have 24 hours after the snow ends to get it done. Got it. So it's not like you couldn't do it tonight on the way home. Got it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, ideally that's, yeah, I would prefer to do it first thing. Um, and what if it's a situation really, you know. where this one obviously wasn't that situation, but where mm-hmm. you, you like need to do it to get out of your garage? Like, well, I've like, like eight inches of snow and I need to snow blow to get out of my garage. Well, I think if it's eight inches of snow, everybody's already up because there's probably a blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm not worried about it. Yeah. But yeah, for a couple inches when it's going to be 40 degrees today and warmer tomorrow. And I'm kind of like, I hope nobody shows up to scoop mine because it's going to melt on its own to oh, a degree. They will. They'll try. Um, well, I wonder if they got kind of caught flat footed too. I didn't know this was coming. Yeah. No clue. I had no, I had no idea. We, we didn't, we listened like a music and no. pl- like played whatever games yesterday and like didn't even <laughs> turn on TV till like eight 30. And then it was like catching up on Bravo and went to bed. I think it's yeah 40 today and 50 tomorrow. So most of gone, but then there's another good chance of snow Wednesday and Thursday. That looks like too like that frozen mix. But then after that, we see 60 a week from tomorrow. So weird. I love so, it though. You know, whatever. So I will, I will um, fire up the snowblower. It, if the snow is up of snowblowable height, whatever depth, I will do it. So I'm excited for that. What? Just so you can say you did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just so I can say I did. <laughs> well, did you see the storms too that happened uh, and what's happening? I mean, as we speak, it is March 7th. Um, but the, uh, the tornadoes that hit Iowa and the, mm-hmm. you know, winter said Iowa got hit pretty bad and over in Des Moines and then east of there looking at bad weather throughout the day. Yeah. I have um, cousins in yeah. winter set and they, mm-hmm. I saw, um, Jody posted some videos and stuff on Facebook on whatever the next morning, Sunday morning, whatever morning it was. But yeah, I had no, I had no clues. I mean, it was terrible. Didn't some, oh, am I wrong? Didn't some hint last night? Maybe. I don't know. I, I didn't see. I didn't see anything. I saw it on the news yesterday, yeah, um, but is, not last. Uh, this was updated this morning, um, and it looks like yeah, severe storms through Monday, hmm. and then they had the just days after the tornado outbreak in in Iowa. So it looks like yeah, it pushed More? off to the east. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. it pushed off. So that's terrible. Yeah. Um. But my goodness. But anyway. Yeah. So we got a couple inches of snow. <laughs> we were just having a nice little rainstorm the other day. And it's obviously we're going through our, all of our emotions this spring. So. Right. Right. We are schizophrenic. 
all over the place. <laughs> right. Mother Nature's hormonal yeah. right We now. need to walk on eggshells because Mother yes. Nature's been drinking all day and she's punchy. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. So let's see what else is going on in the world. I was just uh, real quick catch up on the weekend. Outlander is back, which is awesome. So that season just kicked off, and then uh, a couple of new shows. I don't know if you've been watching anything on Hulu, Stars, anything like that. What mm-hmm. would you say you were watching? Mostly Bravo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Have you seen? There's a new show on Stars with Courtney Cox. It's called Shining Veil. Vale. I've heard about it, but. I, I saw the first two episodes. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think it'll be, I think it's going to do really well. Um, and it suits her. Mm-hmm. It suits her. It's it's funny, but it's also, it's got a good storyline. Um, and then Amanda Zyfried, is that how you say her name? I Amanda think so, yeah. Zyfried. She's in Dropout, which is the, oh God, and I can't say her name. Um, the woman who yeah. had the itty bitty one drop of blood. We can do 9,000 tests. <laughs> yep. I listened to that podcast. That's a really good podcast. Like two or three years ago, um, the yeah, podcast the, is great. The original TV show, I have it in my head, and and so many people are complimenting her on her portrayal. And when I watched it, though, it was just hard because that, that I saw that first show two or three years ago, the TV made for TV or whatever mm-hmm. it was. But and the woman that played her did such a good job, in my opinion. It just this one just didn't resonate with me. Yeah. Um. But a lot of people really enjoy it. And um. And then TV shows. Speaking of which, you remember the show Quantum Leap? Oh yeah. Love Quantum Leap. Dr. Sam Beckett, mm-hmm. right? Um, they're coming back with a new one. And it's going to be a sequel that takes place 30 years after Dr. Beckett stepped into the accelerator and vanished. And now they have a new team going to restart the project, hoping to understand the machine and Dr. Beckett, right? So we'll see. Interesting. <laughs> we'll see. That was such a great show. I loved that show. It was funny. It mm-hmm. was, I mean, talk about easy to just watch. Yeah. It was just easy to watch. It was yeah. fun. So that's coming back. Um, and let's see here. What else do you got for the weekend? Anything that uh, caught your attention? Uh, no, no, not much. I mean, just can't, I have to stay away, not to bury my head in the sand, but I have to stay away from news and stuff like this on what's going on. Um, the war. It's just, it's unbelievable. You get sucked into it and pretty soon mm-hmm. you've been watching it for six hours and you just can't believe what these poor people are going through. Well, the crazy part, speaking of which, they shut down a lot of social media. Both Russia, I think, shut down TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. And which, when they shut down TikTok, somebody asked, how can we get that done here? Um, <laughs> no, please do not <laughs> shut down TikTok. What am I going to do when yeah. I go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like the sound of TikTok when TikTok, Pat goes yeah. to the body. <laughs> <laughs> but they also shut down, I think PayPal shut itself down there to, to them. And that caused a lot of problems for people who are creators, content creators, same way with YouTube, I think is another one. Also, if you're a content creator in Russia, you can't get your money and you can't get paid and you can't upload your content. So TikTok, YouTube, mm-hmm. any of those kind of things. And that that's where a lot of people are like, that's, putting the squeeze on the wrong people. Right. Um, and it's not going to affect Putin's decision to do anything. Like he doesn't care. Mm-mm. Exactly. Same way with the, uh, what is it? Um, they want everybody to uh, not go to McDonald's, you know, and, and we're going to cancel McDonald's and Stephen King had put something out about that too. But, and they do have a lot of locations um, in Russia. I think they, what was the number that they gave? Hold on just a second here. I wrote that down somewhere. Oh, 
one in every $10 that McDonald's earns comes from Russia or Ukraine. Wow. So 10% of their money comes from Russia and Ukraine. And they have less than a thousand locations in both combined. I think Russia for sure. But um, a good number of those are franchises also. So they're not owned by the corporation. And so the franchises, those are just small business people. Right. You know, and yeah, but they're still open. McDonald's, as far as I understand it, they are still open. But there's quite a list of businesses that have closed. And it looks like like Apple, Microsoft, a lot of the gas companies, Ford, GM, um, BMW, Boeing said, nope, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, a lot of FedEx, UPS, that they're not going to do business with them. But unfortunately, like we said, it it hurts the people. Yeah, um, it, it, that doesn't who, make any and, sense. And you're right, he's not, it's not like they're going to have an uprising. He's going to say, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, sorry, my <laughs> TikTokers aren't getting paid, you know. It's not, and if you shut down that kind of stuff, people, mm -hmm. um, not even about the payment stuff, but if they're shutting those apps down, it's like, that's either a distraction or they want people not to get any information from outside of Russia. So yeah, that's what, that's, that's the, what the, that's the I problem. I think Russia shut, shut down TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. I don't think they did. I think that Russia did. And so, yeah, they're, they're, he's not allowing information to get in. So they don't really know what's going on outside the information that they have amongst themselves. It's that's that right there. You think that you, this country has its faults, right? But it's the, you would never obviously see that people being shut down like on that level where the government's like, we're shutting down all these platforms. So we can't get the people can't get information that they want to get out there. Um, I'm working with somebody that's, that's in and out of Cuba quite a bit. And mm -hmm. she said that like when they get in a certain area of Cuba, Instagram's done, Twitter's done, Facebook's done, and it turns over like it, you can still access it, but it's different. Like you, you, everything has to go and it gets monitored before it gets posted. Filtered. Totally filtered. So you see these countries like Russia, like Cuba, it's like, obviously they're suppressing their people. They're hiding this stuff that what's actually going on from their people. It's mm -hmm. terrible. Yeah. They, and they can't communicate with each other. No. Yeah. That's even, uh, yeah, it's a big issue too. Which is the real, yeah, the real thing too, that, that they can't even get a hold of somebody else to find out what's going on in real time. Yeah. But um, yeah. So it's I was gross. looking at, what was the other, Ikea was another one, which I kind of had to, I'm like, wait, really? It said the day before Ikea closed all their stores in Russia, literally they had a rush on Ikea. <laughs> People really? were buying all, all the stuff. They were just yeah. buying all buy, the stuff. Buy, 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 buy. And I'm like, that's not the, that's probably, I would save my money. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't buy Ikea right now. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know what the future holds, Russia. Maybe you just, yeah. right. Start squirreling it away. <laughs> and another thing that happened too is, you know, cutting them off financially. Mm -hmm. So Russian banks all switched over to the Chinese system. Um, and India, a lot of people were hoping that, that, that India would get in there first, which I don't know if it really matters because now you have Russia, China, and India kind of working together to a degree and they have that mer card system that's works with china's union pay so they're still able to do business but that basically cuts off three billion people which is russia india and china okay. there's less than this just under eight billion in the whole world three billion are in those three countries and now they're creating well potentially could have their own financial system which could endanger the dollar sure long-term if that continues on. So I don't know. Just watching all this stuff is crazy. And even Elon Musk, he, he got into it a couple of ways. First off, he is pushing for them to 
for our, our oil production to be, we need to be self-sufficient, even though he's the electric guy, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, listen, even I can see this. We need to do that. And then the other thing is he's been, there's been quite a campaign for him to shut down all the Teslas in Russia to deactivate it. Oh my gosh. First of all, that's scary. That's scary that that can actually be done. I'm, I'm sure. There's, oh, there's, they were talking about with all the electric cars that there'd be a kill switch basically yeah. in all electric cars. So you know how if you have OnStar, you can, if somebody steals your vehicle, they can turn off your vehicle. Yeah, I knew that, which is pretty right? crazy. Same thing. Same difference. Um, except for who has control of it <clears throat> is the question. Yeah, who? Uh, that is yeah. scary. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, that is super scary. Rendering, and, and not just, maybe mm-hmm. not even just one person hitting a kill switch, but cyber like russia it, or whatever uh mm-hmm. that's what we're scared of big time is a cyber attack from russia what if they could get in and shut in 25 years when 80 percent of people have electric mm-hmm. cars just that's it that's our yeah. cyber attack is all the cars are shut down yeah and i think a lot of people are thinking the same thing right now after seeing what happened with the financial system if something like that did happen here and you could not access your bank then there's a run on the bank and you know, there's not actually physical money to back up all the money that's in the bank. Yeah. Right. Because it's, it's loaned out here. It's, it's, it's all accounted for, but there's actually, if everybody wanted all their money, you couldn't get all the money out of the bank. You got to give them a heads up. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So something like that happened, you'd need to have cash in order to just do day-to-day operations. Yeah. Which is kind of a scary thought. And even the bank, even if the bank, Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. The bank would actually run out of cash and then mm-hmm. they, who knows, maybe they couldn't even contact the people that have the cash. You know, they, the cash there's is ever, they, they couldn't. Yes. The, there's not enough to cover the deposits that are in banks for everybody to take their money out. Um, I've yeah. never had that problem. And, <laughs> I've well, taken you know all my money crazy? out of a bank before. I've never well, had them say we don't have enough. There's somebody that we know that has family in Ukraine and they literally were talking about that. And that was going between the family that they have in Ukraine and here, but he was also kind of like hinting at, you know, it's kind of a good idea for everybody, but in his world, what, what they were living by was everybody should have a thousand dollars per person in cash on hand in your house. Yeah. And it's like, you really? Okay, wait. And then that happened to Ukraine. They got shut down. And so now if they didn't have cash on them, a lot of the people are trying to travel. You may have seen the pictures of the, you know, the people trying to get to Poland and Poland taking everybody in and they had to take them in because they didn't have a means to pay. And people leaving their baby strollers. Yeah. Um, but they were leaving strollers there. And, and actually they said that it's not like they were leaving their own personal. They may have, but but there were there were plenty that they could get that were like, secondhand stores and this and that, you know, leaving strollers for, but some of them really nice, but then stocking them with all kinds of supplies, not only for the, for the babies, but for the people that were coming with children. So they would have something at the train station when they showed up in Poland, because they were just leaving everything behind, which is just unimaginable. Yeah. Oh man. Unimaginable. Can't even. Yeah. Right. I've heard that before about the, the, I haven't heard the thousand dollars, but keeping a significant Mm -hmm. amount of money in cash in your house to, to, for like whatever, to live in case. Yeah. Stuff goes down, mm-hmm. you know, if you can't access your banks is because that would be assuming that's really, that'd be catastrophic, wouldn't it? Cause that's assuming you couldn't access on your phone. You Anything. couldn't access. Well, if you can't, how restaurants wouldn't be able to. So could they get you, I mean, going to a restaurant, buying food, you'd have to be mm-hmm. cash in, cash out. I mean, it, it's, it could mm-hmm. be terrible. Yeah, it would be, it would be. So it's just, it's hard to wrap your head around it when you're sitting in the middle of America, uh, where we are mm-hmm. and, 
um, imagining what's going on half a world away and what they're contending with right now is crazy. Um, but didn't mean to get that serious. Well, somebody that, that is, um, uh, Maxim from Dancing with the Stars yeah. is Ukrainian. He's I don't know if you follow him on on we t- Instagram. We've been following the story the last couple yeah, weeks. It's unbelievable the stuff that he posts. It's like mm-hmm. um, unedited, uncensored. It in every description it just says war, and it's just videos, pictures of of what's really going on on the streets with these people, and it just every post gets more graphic and just scarier. Well, I think uh, and and that kind of points to what we're not seeing on regular television. Which yeah. is interesting. The difference between the the citizen reporter and what's actually being shown to people, and how much more graphic and how much more brutal it actually appears when you see what people on the ground are showing you. But yeah, it was it was interesting, and so glad that he got out and and uh, yeah, he was doing those first episodes. I think we talked about that a few mm-hmm. episodes back about him being there and and trying to figure out how to get out and and his wife's here and you know trying to figure out how to get him home. So. So I yeah. wonder, is he home now? Because he keeps... Yes, he is. So he must have had a lot, because he keeps posting, like even just a couple hours ago, he posted more videos and stuff. So he must have just have a ton on his phone that he's posting. There was, hold on, I actually just saw the story this morning. Let me grab, I didn't grab it again because we'd kind of been there. But let me look. Uh, I think he was under... Mm, yeah, 21 hours ago, he posted something else and posting, reposting stories and stuff. So I don't know, maybe he... Maybe he, uh, yeah, he might be home already. I think he is. PETA remembers the emotional meeting with her husband. Let's see, like she, she just, he got out. And I think he went to, he's in Poland possibly. Um, yeah, it says here, uh, she recalls the emotional reunion with her husband when he returned home this week after being stranded in Ukraine. This was posted on March 6th. So yesterday. Yesterday, okay. So yeah, that makes uh, sense because 21 hours ago was his last post. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he is safe. And see, now I'm going to make a hard turn. But before I do that, let's thank Centris. For Speaking being of financial institutions. Because they're local. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? If you did need to make a run on a bank, at least they have locations here to run on. Because if right? you're in an internet bank, good luck running to the internet. <laughs> good point yeah good point mm-hmm. good old brick and mortar yep right there <laughs> and i know where they work and i know the people that i've been working with and uh who's been who's been helping us out and helping me out making the transition over to centris from where i was which is one of the big mega banks that's out there which actually i and i never signed up for that bank that bank just swallowed up a bank that swallowed up a bank i was at is what happened. And so it just like, it eventually it's like, Oh, now you're at this bank. Oh yeah. Kind of like okay. with mortgages. Oh, now you're paying your mortgage to who? Because your mortgage got sold and resold and resold. Yep. Yeah. I didn't sign up for them. Yeah. Wait a minute, but that's who I've been with. So anyway, so yeah. So getting that all taken care of, but yes, they are there to help you. And it's always nice because you can call and you can get a live person and they will call you back. And it's actually the number to their desk. You aren't calling some directory and, and praying somebody doesn't just throw you in a queue and, and some rando picks you, picks it up. Um, they know who you are and they know your situation, which is great. 402-334-7000 or centrusfcu.org. And very proud of my daughter, Sophia, without even being prompted, without even br- telling us or us reminding her, she uh, moved $200 into savings the first of the month <gasps> on her own. What? Yeah, on her own. Like, and she doesn't even know that we know. Because, we, you know, we go in and make sure she's not buying crazy stuff. And Beth's like, <laughs> she Beth sat up on the couch. She goes, wait, what? Hold on a second. And she scrolled again. She, Oh my God. And she's told me, I'm like, this is craziness. It may be starting to sink in. 
Mm-hmm. So you don't want to make a big deal out of mm-hmm. it. No, nope. just want her. Just okay. Yep. Just let her do her wow. thing. That's awesome. Super Good deal. awesome. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to take that that hard that hard pivot mm-hmm. to stories that are more typical for us. So I got a couple of stories for you. The first one is kind of a space story, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Just popped up yesterday afternoon. Apparently, there's a rocket that has been circling the moon and the earth. It's basically space trash, and it's been up there for years. Um, And it finally crash landed into the moon. What? Really? The astronomers are calculating. Yes. They said that it's about almost a four ton rocket that has been in space. And it would have taken place probably yesterday morning early is when they think it would have landed or landed when it would have crashed. And the crater they're thinking is probably not huge, but about 60, 70 feet across is what they're estimating according to astronomers. And they had to figure out, okay, now, now comes the, the part of how do you figure out whose it was and what happened? And there's a guy that's out there who has been, uh, he, he created this, this software that's used by NASA and it looks for and monitors our human made debris. So the scientists don't confuse it for asteroids. And he initially thought what he was seeing was part of a SpaceX rocket, but then he changed his mind and realized it's part of a rocket that actually went up in 2014 as part of China's space and lunar exploration program. But Beijing is denying responsibility, saying, "Uh uh-uh, our booster landed safely on Earth. And and now it's been completely incinerated and we don't have it anymore. Right. Oh, uh, that's weird. <laughs> and so the guy says, nah, this is pretty certain. Whatever the case, though, NASA has a lunar reconnaissance orbiter and India has something similar. They orbit the moon so they can image the moon, but they can only image like once a day they can image a particular area on the moon. So it could take weeks or months for them to figure out exactly where it landed and exactly what became of it. But anyway... I thought that was kind of interesting that yeah. number one, there's enough trash up there, which I guess we kind of know that, that there is a lot of yeah. space trash. Have you ever seen, uh, not necessarily the tr- uh, trash image, but like pictures or renderings of what it looks like, all the satellites going around the earth and how many there are. So if there's that many satellites, I'm sure there's just as much trash, dead satellites, satellites that have broken, whatever. Right. And just, and it's like a belt. Isn't it? I mm-hmm. mean, the, I don't know exactly why it stays in It's that. like, what it is, it's like makes us look like white trash Saturn. Like it our does. rings are like, or good point. Tin foil <laughs> all over our planet. <laughs> we need to pick up our backyard. Right. <laughs> right now. Get that crap picked up. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but I thought it was kind of interesting though. And it landed on the backside of the moon. And if you want to put your conspiracy theory hat on just for a second, on the backside of the moon is where they say that there's actually a, a, uh, kind of like a, a place that you can land that has been built, whether by us or by somebody else. <clears throat> but that's oh the conspiracy God. is that there is something on the backside of the moon. Hmm. Just saying. And the moon doesn't, okay, this is stupid of me potentially, but I don't know, I'm not a lunar scientist. I, doesn't the moon like rotate? Rotate. Mm, so we all, we so. always only see the this side of the moon no matter we're what. we're rotating. So maybe, it rotates with us, maybe? So it's like kind of we just stay with it? I, I mean, know. I don't know. We'd have to ask somebody smarter than us. Yeah. Just throw they're saying, they always talk, talk about the, the backside of the moon. Yeah, the dark side of the moon. But I always assume that it's, as if, according to us, the other side, no matter what is over there, it's always dark because it's opposite the sun. So I assume the moon rotated, but that side's always dark, just like Earth. Yeah. 
Have you ever seen those videos that they have of um, the initial moon landing? And there's some video that's out there where you see, like, is it Neil Armstrong or one of them that, that says something like, oh, we've got visitors again. Have you ever seen that? It's real. No. It's, it makes the hair Ew. stand up on the back of your Creepy. neck when you see that because it, it's just a real quick little thing. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, wait, what? You know, what? And then there's there's just little little things. Super I see them every creepy. once in a while, but I need to grab them. But that there's more to what's going on on the backside of the moon. That's where the whole, the whole well, you want to go conspiracy theory about whether or not we landed on the moon and whether or not all the pictures are real, which I think are two different issues. I think, I think we did land on the moon, but I don't know that we necessarily had a camera that we could take up there to get pictures and live shots. Okay. Well, I've heard, pe- I've heard people thinking that. Right. Yeah. So, cause it's kind of weird that they have pictures. It's like, well, who is holding the camera and how are they able to do that so well? And they took really good pictures. I mean, it is, but it is NASA. Like they they are on space. So they probably have pretty cool tripods and yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I get, I get it. But that's not, that's not as crazy as thinking there are houses on the other side of the moon though. Not houses, just a, just like an airport. But we don't, oh, oh, then never mind. That's not crazy. (laughs) And that's not nuts at all. Nothing. Okay. And then we're going to finish it with something that truly is nuts. Denver police reported yesterday. They're looking into the theft of a box of heads, human heads. Real ones? For real. Uh, there was a freight company truck that was broken into, and a box full of human heads was taken. The box was literally marked exempt human specimen, and it was for medical research purposes, Ugh. apparently. But somebody broke into it and took the whole box. Gross. And, the dolly, and they took the dolly, too gross is it and it's a freight company that like normally transports medical stuff or just like a oh my gosh i'm i'm assuming probably there's a there's some kind of a contract with this freight company that works for whoever the medical company i don't know where it's going from or to if it was like university to hospital or if you know where exactly this was supposed to be going to but it just says Denver police investigating the theft of a box containing human heads from a parked freight company truck. The box was being transported for medical research purposes. Someone broke into the truck while it was parked Wednesday afternoon to Thursday morning. Oh my God. They did a layover. They had a layover with a truck full of heads. So disgusting. Don't you just keep driving? Yes. Um, (laughs) You keep driving and just don't ask any questions. I'd rather have a truck load of Coke than Coke (laughs) than heads. That's terrible. I wonder if they knew what they were hauling. They had to. Well, they, if it said human heads on the side, and they have, if it's medical stuff, no, I'm sure they're know. used to they're used to carrying tanks of whatever. They, so it's, yep, they're used to so, it. But that's ter- That's disgusting. We'll just leave that one there. So uh, well, that's yep. a good one. Okay. Happy Monday, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, wow. Great one to end on. For uh, listening to our podcast, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe everywhere. Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.